Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Skivvies.com is the men's underwear authority offering over 20 top brands of sexy men's underwear, including Daniel Alexander, Covermail, Good Devil, Cocksocks, Intimen, Agacio, Secret Mail, and much more. Since 2000, Skivvies has proudly sold more than a million pairs of sexy and comfy underwear and swimwear. They're proudly shipping to more than 100 countries and ship most orders the same day. Customer service is available seven days per week. Their customers love their bikinis, jock straps, thongs, and we know you will too. Skivvies would love for you to try their undies risk-free. Just pay for shipping. Go to skivvies.com slash collection slash foulmonkeys and use the discount code foulmonkeys to claim your free pair. This promotion is only valid for first-time customers. However, for repeat customers, use the code FOULMONKEYS20 to save 20% off your order. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, in the Andersonville neighborhood. And West Hollywood, California. Ooh. Um, this is episode nine... Jerry. I don't remember. See what happens when Ricky goes on vacation to Mexico is, is slutting it up everywhere. 992. Oh, okay. Hey, 992. Yeah. 992. We totally knew that. Totally. Um, at least that's based on the um the website. I think we're all caught up on releases. I think so too. Um, yeah. Did you see Ricky messaged us, uh, yesterday and was like, I haven't pooped. And I'm like, drink the water. (laughs) I have only been to Mexico once and I didn't drink the water, I guess. I don't know. I just, the only thing about hard about going to that is uh, places like that, you know, if you go to it all inclusive, they give you water. I mean, there's bottled water everywhere, except, um, like when you're brushing your teeth and you just instinctually go put your toothbrush in your thing and you're like, oh, am I going to start? Am I going to shit myself because I brush my teeth with this water? It just depends, I think, on how your stomach is. Oh, I never really thought about that. Does it? Do you poop your pants if you brush your teeth with that water? I think some people do. I think some people do. Um, I was only there for like a day and we didn't stay because I was on a cruise. I think we just had like excursions or something. Mm-hmm. And George and I went to uh, an all-inclusive place mm-hmm. for like a, like a day pass. And I went scuba diving and I had a panic attack. I thought I would be fine. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there's something covering my face. I can't breathe. <laughs> and Like you can breathe. There's like, that's the point of scuba. But Right. You just had a little attack. Um, so you told, oh, wow. Okay. So you told me that I needed to ask you about your Korean barbecue experience. Oh, oh my God. That was so long ago at this point. (laughs) Um, it was, first of all, there's a really good Korean barbecue place, not super far from us, uh, Mm -hmm. Sansu Gatsan. 
And it's incredible and delicious and highly recommended if you are in Chicago. Anyway, um, we went. It was fucking bananas, batshit, insane busy. Um, they have, like, no real, like, way to track people going in. Like, they just give you a number. Mm-hmm. And they ask how many is in your party. And then they say four. And then they repeat a different number back to you. And I think that's, like, your number in the order. Um, so people kept thinking we were cutting ahead of them, but we weren't. But the best part about it was we ordered like these big, um, bottles of, uh, Korean beer mm-hmm. and this like tiny, super, like she looked like she was probably a hundred, um, <laughs> adorable older lady rolls up with like a cart and these giant beers on them. And we just got, we went with David and Nate. And so it was like the four of us and we were each splitting one of these giant beers. And as she takes the top off and puts it on her table, she says in this real low voice, yes. <laughs> and like, I heard it and David heard it. And I guess Nate and George didn't. And David and I just looked at each other and like looked at the lady and we're like, did that just happen? Yes. Hashtag ally. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Okay. I had I, I was at the um players club golf tournament last week in my golf drag pretending that I knew about golf, but it did Is not this like ice cubes players club like the movie where I no it was not like the players club movie it was straight it was all about golf and I think about Friday or Saturday I was like oh I'm tired of dealing with straight white men um and the people in my tent were laughing but anyway the point is it didn't start off very well because I was on the plane to Jacksonville and I got up to use the bathroom and I usually sit down to pee in airplanes just because you never know if you're going to get, you know, turbulence and then piss all over the thing. So I sat down and I had to shit on the plane. It just, it just like, was like, Oh, you got to shit, which is the fucking worst. Cause then you're like, Oh, is it going to stink? You know, is somebody going to walk in there and just be like, Oh my God. Cause that's usually what I'll do. Like if I walk in after someone's taking a shit, I'll be like, Oh my God, at the top of my lungs as I close the door. Um, and like, where's the fan so I can like blow it, blow up the fresh air on me as I'm like trying to pee as fast as I can. But yeah, I had to poop on the plane. That's So it's awful. I've had to poop on planes as well. And I also get worried about it, but you can't that's karma asking for somebody to yell about your poop smells if you yell about other people's poop smells. So you gotta check yourself. But, um, but that's usually why, like if I, like tonight, I have to fly to Dallas tomorrow. Like I won't take my Metamucil at night just so that I have to make sure that I don't have to shit on the plane. Like it'll like kick in and be like, oh, you better get up now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I should probably we have like the 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 generic psyllium fiber mm-hmm. capsules. Right. Which is metamucil. Um, but I don't really have like a poop problem ever. Like I'm pretty good, but I keep getting these ads for like bottoming. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like 
Um, like, here's the secret to, like, having, a like, a clean bottom for, you know, sexy times. And it's essentially, like, super overpriced psyllium fiber pills mm-hmm. or, like, like, relabeled Metamucil. And I don't, like, I don't get it. I don't, I'm not, like, Googling, like, how to keep my butthole clean. Like, I don't... <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I would tell you if I was, but like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not looking it up. So I don't know every once in a while, like I'm going to get them now because obviously big brother's listening. So Amazon's going to be like, Hey, do you want some fiber? But I hate to break this to you, but as you approach closer and closer to 40, your doctor is going to be like, you need to increase fiber. And so you're going to be told to take more Metamucil. So I think the interwebs are like, knowing that you're getting closer and closer to 40 so they're targeting but all of the targeted ads are for like making sure my my anal passage is clean to get well because that's your you're a raging a raging homosexual they know that too (laughs) and they just go clearly he's gonna bottom because all homosexuals bottom (laughs) whatever i know i mean I think everybody should try it at least once we've talked oh, about it. Oh, anyway. exactly. So um, you guys know. You, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you, I've been waiting to hear, unless we're saving it for later, your story that I told you not to tell me. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was going to wait, but we can go ahead. Because it does kind of go in, into with the Players Club because it actually happened there. Yeah. So um, I had a very Keisha Buchanan from Sugar Babes moment and was kind of a bully, but not really. Cause I told my therapist about it yesterday and he was so appalled by the person's behavior that like he got uncomfortable, like telling him the story. So anyway, I, I was doing this meeting, this event, golf club thing, pretending I knew what I was talking about. And there was this guy, I, I don't know if he is my age, a little bit older, a little bit younger. I don't know. Uh, I've worked with him once before he's, he's a hider. So like he is there at the beginning and then he kind of like disappears and he's got really good timing where he'll like come in. Like if you're opening boxes and we'll like open the last box as the planner comes in and goes, look what I did. And they're like, Oh, you guys did it. And he goes, I know. And he's done like three things. So anyway, he's a hider. So I know this about him. The thing about this is he has done this particular event like four or five times. And he was kind of the most senior out of us that had done just this particular event. Um, so we, we, when I came in, he, I mean, he came in like hot, like red alert, you know, like, Oh, it's good to see you. You know, we did this, we did that. We did. And I'm like, okay, sell down, sell down. I, I just, I just walked <laughs> in the door and like within the first hour, the head of like, events for this company comes up to me and whispers in my ear um he's driving me fucking crazy keep him away from me <laughs> like he was already starting to piss people off so i was like okay no big deal so for this particular event they get remove us from the hotel and they got his airbnbs just so that the hotel can be for the players and for the guests and all that kind of nonsense so i had to house with him and another uh, gay man and there was one car and the other guy had it. Um, so he's a talker, you know, he wakes up in the morning and starts talking, just mm. rapid fire, machine gun, questions, mm-hmm. laments. I mean, 
just on and on and on. And he never stops. If there's any silence, the talking continues. Um, the first couple yeah. of days, like I was like, oh, thank God I'm not working in the same area as he is because he would drive me crazy. Um, and then when we got home, the other guy and I would be like, oh, we're good. We're going to stay because since we weren't in a hotel, we were like, we're in a house. This is comfortable. We'll just stay here. And he would go elsewhere. So we heard later on that he was like, he would go to the other girls' houses and like be driving them crazy where they'd be like, you have to go now. We're ready to go to bed. And then he would come home. And <laughs> so all week he just got kept on and on and on. And it got to the point where I couldn't look him in the eye because my eyes were going to roll. So every time that he would start telling story, I was just like, just to like the right of his eye, viewing his eye. And I just couldn't <laughs> look at him. And I knew that it was driving him crazy because I wouldn't look at him. And then I was also like, if he was just spinning in a tangent, I would just cut him off and change the subject or just go, okay, that's enough. That's, you know, and, and just, you know, or I would just answer it and just cut him off. And I knew it was bothering him because I wasn't letting him do everything. And the other guy and I, Neil, started getting along and we were like telling stories to each other and like, you know, just being kind of like, oh my God, we should have known each other. We've been, we should have known each other for years, you know, telling dirty stories and you did this, did you do this, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of thing. So he was a little jealous, a little bit that we were already getting along and like, you know, kind of bonding. So yeah. he started kind of staying. And one day we were talking and we were talking about adult bookstores and bathhouses. And Neil told me, you have to go to Berlin. He's like, it's so much fun. And you know, he goes, it's just crazy. He's like, and the Germans are like, I fuck you now. And you're like, okay. <laughs> anyway, so we're telling this story and I'm telling him about the bookstore that I went to in New York and Neil's gone to that. And we're just talking. And then this other guy, he says, oh, I went to a bookstore after being with my mother the whole time at the pandemic. And we're like, oh, what happened? And he's like, well, I walked in and immediately I saw the most beautiful black man I've ever seen in my life. And we were like, okay, what happened? And he goes, I took him back to his apartment. I was like, wait, stop. You're at an adult bookstore and you take this person to your apartment? He's like, well, well yeah, because you know it was just, just kind of better there. I was like, that's the whole point of that. You just go and then they don't know where you live. So anyway, he go, takes him home. <laughs> he goes into this long 10 minute story about the guy has the biggest penis he's ever seen. And he was afraid that it would hurt him, blah, blah, blah. So then he asked if he can just lay together. And then he just kind of stops the story. And Neil and I are just kind of looking at each other. <laughs> and so the next morning, <laughs> and we like change the subject. So then the next morning, he hasn't come out yet. Neil, we're making breakfast and stuff, you know, sitting there. And Neil leans over and whispers, so how about that 10-minute story about a big dick that had no ending and went nowhere? <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. It was just like. He wanted to participate and it was nothing. And then like the next night, Neil and I were talking and he was talking too. And then he was warming up some Thai soup and, and he'd started, as we were talking, he would be like, oh God, oh, it's hot. Oh, oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. And like, Neil and I would kind of look at each other and just keep talking. And then he'd do it again, except he'd be louder. And we just kept ignoring him. And then he kept doing it again, just over and over and over. And we just kept ignoring him. Like, just like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. It was like this little kid, like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. Or like a dog, you know, like, oh, you're home, you're home. Talk to me, talk to me. Make me the, make me the center of your attention. 
How old is this person? I think he's about my age or just a little bit older, maybe just a little bit younger. But it was so awkward. And he slowly every day just pissed more and more people off to like the people who were trying to be peacemakers were like, he's driving me fucking crazy. And then to make matters worse, we had this one lady there who's kind of woo woo and, oh, you know, your chakras and all that. She was delightful, but she comes up to me and she says, oh, try not to be so mean to him. I was like, I'm not being mean. I just can't, I can't deal. She's like, he told me he just wants you to like him. And I was like, well, now I don't like him (laughs) because (laughs) I said, I'm sorry to be so petty, but that kind of neediness just turns me off, you know? And so anyway, it was, he, he got his feelings hurt a bunch because I just wouldn't pay attention. And then I was like, I can't, I can't be around him anymore. And, and, and he's one of those that would like, we have, when we're on site, we use WhatsApp to communicate with one another. And uh, he would just like rapid fire questions, but he never reads the answers that you give him. So like he, he, it's just like he, he texts, but then doesn't read for the answer. And so he just spins until like he's told. So it was, it was really fucking annoying. I was like, I just, I couldn't look at him. I would just stay silent and just like stone faced. And I just, as soon as we, I could get out of the car, like I bolted out of the car. Like I would never wait on him, you know, nothing. I just was like, I can't be around him anymore. I can't, I can't look at him. I can't listen to him. You know, if it wasn't important to work, but I was like, oh God, I was like, am I being a bully? (laughs) My therapist was like, oh my God, this guy is just driving me crazy. And I've never even met him. Just, he's like that kind of anxiety. He's like, it's just, he's like, it's making me anxious. Yeah. I don't, you are probably nicer than I would have been in that situation. (laughs) I just, I can't. I'm having a hard time. I don't know if I should. I'm. It, it's. It's. I asked how old he was, and I think you mentioned it at the beginning how old he was, and then mm-hmm. I just asked again. But um, my castmates are all significantly younger than me, mm-hmm. except for like people. And I think I may have mentioned, if not here, then like in our group, foul monkeys chat. These children these people (laughs) who are in their early 20s and i'm sure i must have been this way they just want to talk about themselves Mm -hmm. over and over and over and they need attention and they offer information that you don't want Mm -hmm. and it's like ignoring it or like not acknowledging it almost makes them double down and i am and i genuinely like Everybody's extremely talented. Um, Mostly extremely talented. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, um, it's a good, it's a really good cast. Um, And I think it's a pretty good show. But there are times when I just don't acknowledge when people are literally like addressing the entire room with something that I don't care about or want to know about. And I just can't pretend anymore. And I'm like, I you are a good performer and you seem like an okay person, but please, I really don't want you to silence everybody to tell us an update on your health. 
because I've literally never asked. And I feel bad. Like, you don't feel good? That sucks. And, you know, I hope you feel better. And I will say that. But also, just these long-winded, weird fucking stories that have nothing to do with fucking anything? Yes. I just, what the fuck, people? See, and that, like, the whole time I kept telling myself, okay, this is coming from a place of insecurity and anxiousness. And see, that's what my therapist, he goes, you're thinking about this. That's why I know, you know, you're not just being mean. Because there was a point where I was just like, I know he's doing this because he wants to feel like, you know, he's in control of something. And that's one of the reasons, like he was weird about the car. Like he went in this whole diatribe because we had all kinds of weather delays. It was a weird, weird tournament. And so one of the days that we were actually going to be on the, and I kept calling it the park, he was like, it's going to be crazy busy to get into the thing. I'm like, we're five minutes away. And he wanted to leave to be there at 830. He wanted to leave at 810. And I said, no, I said, I'm not going to do it. No, 815 is the absolute latest or the earliest I'll leave. No, I'm not doing that. And Neil Neil just kind of kept not staying out of it because I was just like, I'm not doing that. So like at 810, he goes to the car, he backs it up and parks in the street so that we can just go out. So I sit in the house because I'm like, nope, not giving him the satisfaction of leaving <laughs> this house until it's 815. So like the clock hit 815 and I yell, Neil, come on, we got to go. So Neil comes down the stairs because we texted. I said, I drew the line. I'm not, I'm not crossing it. So he go, he goes to open the door and he goes, are you fucking kidding me? He's pulled the car into the road because I hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, Jesus. So anyway, we walk down the driveway, get in the car. And then he speeds like we're going to be so late. And he's like, you know, what if somebody's there? I was like, then they can wait. And the truth mm-hmm. is, is like when they were doing it, people with the passes like us, got in like 30 minutes or an hour before the actual people watching could get in. So Mm. on this particular day, nobody could get in except for us. And so, but then what two of the ladies got caught in traffic, but they were coming further away than we were. Mm. So he was like trying to justify it. And I was like, don't they live further? Oh, well, yeah, but you know, and we were like, nope. And so it was kind of like that. He just, he wouldn't let us borrow the car. He's like, oh, I'll drive you. You know, because he's like, well, my name's on it. And I don't feel comfortable about that. So there were moments where I was like, okay, he, this is the only control he has. So that's why he's like this. Yeah. And I know he's insecure, but after a while, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, I don't care if you're insecure. You're driving me batshit crazy. Well, it's like, it's probably easier to get into a mindset of disliking somebody if you have somebody's support so the other guy that was there also noticing it probably escalated the situation well i mean he really tried to be diplomatic until the last day and then he was like i i can't do this anymore (laughs) he's just like i can't he's driving me crazy you know and it was just little things you know just like microaggressions about stuff and then just the incessant talking and you know when you're on site for like you know a few days you know even though you sleep and whatever you just get tired and we actually had to extend to a 10th day because the golf tournament just had to be extended because of all the weather changes well day eight the exhaustion set in and, you know, we'd just wake up and just like shuffle to the kitchen and like everybody, you could just feel everybody was tired. 
you know, cause they just come and go, Oh my God, it was so hard to wake up this morning. So like the immediately coming in and blah, 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 you're just like, Oh, Oh, stop talking, please. It's too early. Where was this? In Jacksonville, Florida. I think it was Ponte Verde Beach or I don't know what the the real name of it is. So anyway, it was it was rough. And, you know, I had to do a lot of kind of internal reflection over my behavior. (laughs) But also at the same time, I was like, I don't know how else to deal with it other than, you know, shutting down Mm -hmm. and not so that I don't get aggressively mean. Because, you know, it would be real easy for me to go stop talking. You know, can you be quiet? Can you can you shut up for 30 minutes, please? You know. Yeah, no, I mean, you, I, I've experienced your meanness, not necessarily directed toward me, right. but um, I've seen it in action. Uh, so I think at least you're thinking about it and acknowledging it and worried, I guess, a little bit that you're being mean. Mm-hmm. And, you and know, that, it's that, sometimes that word mean yeah. is, it has weird vibes. Cause a lot of times I'm like, you're mean. No, I, I'm actually setting a boundary cause you're trying to cross it. And I just need you to keep the boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them boundaries, girl. Keep them, keep them, keep them. Oh my goodness. Um, anyway. Well, as you know, Jerry helped me pick out which hotel I'm going to stay in for work because apparently it was my job. There's a lot of things that are, should not be my job that are my job right now <laughs> at my job, and I cannot. Um, but I'll only be there for a day. And it's actually my first, like, day job business trip. Mm-hmm. So it's not that exciting, though. It's in Richmond, Virginia. Well, at least you're Apologies. at a nicer hotel and not, like, at some gross hotel that someone was like oh this is real close it's fine and then you look it up it's like one and a half stars I well the one co-worker that I have to travel with I told you she was like yeah let's not stay in a dungeon (laughs) because she said her old job sent her to LA for work and she was like we had to stay in that famous murder hotel my god I think I think it I don't think it's even open anymore I looked it up and I think they rebranded it. Ah, it's the, the hotel where they that girl was found dead in the water tower. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. Where they're like, don't go um, past the 12th floor or you'll get murdered. Yeah. Well, we were, I was asking the people that I'm going to this on site for, I was like, do you have hotel recommendations? And this girl was like, oh my God, I'm so happy you actually asked because the last time. This girl who kind of had my job, I have like four people's jobs that were all like kind of let go during COVID. (laughs) So I'm kind of doing this one person's job who's no longer with us. No longer with us. Sounds like she's dead, but she's not at the company anymore. Anyway, um, she was like, oh, yeah, when like Laura came for an onsite last time, she didn't ask. And she ended up staying at this really sketchy La Quinta. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, so I'll look at hotels, but just don't stay at the La Quinta. (laughs) So I stayed at murder hotels when I was on that Christmas Carol tour. I know you did. It was straight up like you could tell that hookers had been murdered. Oh, Jesus. But like you could there were there were definitely like and I'm not poo pooing sex work at all, but we were in Kentucky and it was like. Oh, 
okay, this is definitely like maybe a little human trafficky situation and it is kind of terrifying. And it was one of those hotels where it's like the moat where it's like outside, like your room mm-hmm. just opens to the outside. Right. Ugh, I don't like those. I don't like those. Where you just pull over the side of the road and stay at them and it smells mm. mildewy and it, the thread count on the sheets is like 150. <laughs> Actually, it's probably like 149. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, we stay at this Red Roof Inn on the way. It's in, it's like off the highway. It's technically Toledo, but it's Maumee, Maumee, Ohio. And they take dogs and it's like exactly halfway between Chicago and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So if we leave late, we'll stay there and they don't charge you extra for dogs. But it's one of those where like you park your car and then your hotel door is two steps away from where you park your car. And they don't have a carpet. It's all like kitchen tile. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dogs don't really like sleeping just like on fucking bare ass kitchen tile. So <laughs> one of the first times we went, I didn't really think about it. And their beds were still in the car and we were like, oh, fine, we're not going to get their beds. And so, like, we piled up, like, clothes, like, our coats and our clothes so they could sleep in them. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up and Badger was in my bed pushing me off of the side. (laughs) He was like, like, I'm not sleeping on the floor. Fuck this shit. Get over. Scoot over. You know, you should just get two queens and then one sleep with one dog and one sleep with the other. Or the dogs have their own bed. Yeah. they. Well, first of all, the dogs won't sleep with each other. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, they're like co-workers or roommates they don't really like they only interact if they have to um and george doesn't like sleeping with dogs or animals i don't mind okay one bed for george and you with the other two dogs (laughs) the other two dogs oh my god they it cracks me up because sometimes if george is out of town the dogs will jump in the bed and sleep with me whether i like it or not and it's usually mac duff because if badger does it then mac duff wants to do it and badger's like fuck you i'm i'm out like i'm done um but it, the bed's too high now we got a new bed frame and so now mac duff can't get in it because he's an old man oh he needs little steps we bought him fucking steps when we found out he had hip problems like five years ago because he was walking weird ones. We got him an x-ray and they were like, oh yeah, he has hip dysplasia. It's probably going to get bad when he gets old. You might want to get like a ramp or something. And that motherfucker just jumps over the steps. So <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. So, so anyway. Um, anyway. So uh interesting we gotta we should probably wrap up so we get here in a little bit but i wanted to bring do a shout out to our um listener who uh emailed us and said that he had issues with his skivvy order apparently he did not get the free pair um so our contact at skivvies wanted us to let you guys know that skivvies has live chat seven days a week 8 a.m to 5 p.m eastern standard time so if you ever run into an issue the live chat is available and it's a live person um but uh our contact also said that if anything ever comes up reach out to them because they said we always put the customer first uh so yeah so i just wanted to let everybody know that that if you do experience an issue reach out on the live chat you're actually chatting to a person and not a bot so there you go. And 
that's exciting. And as yeah. a reminder, um, so we have the, if you haven't gotten your free pair, go get your fucking free pair. What's wrong <laughs> with you? Um, and if you have gotten a free pair and you're enjoying your Skippy's experience or you just want to try more stuff, we also have a promo code for you. Yes. It's Falmer 20 um, 20% off uh, for returning customers or people who have purchased from Skivvies before. So, like, if you were like, oh, I can't get a free pair of underwear because I've already bought from Skivvies before, like, then get you some 20% off, girl. Like, go get it. Yeah. Um, and if, see if you can combine also, it. See if you can combine it with the sale items. You never know. There you go. Um, or one listener was like, well, if I take a picture in my Skivvies underwear, how are you going to know it's me? And I was like, mm, I watch enough Murder, She Wrote to figure it out. First of all, like, we're going to know because it's going to be one of the Skivvies branded products. Like, it's going to be something that Skivvies sells. So I will check and make sure you're wearing something that Skivvies sells. And if you don't want to include your face, that's totally fine. But what are the chances that you're going to have, like, a friend or somebody you know that also bought the same underwear at Skivvies? And you're just borrowing their pictures. And also, we're going to know if you just steal an image off of the Skivvies website, too. So, I don't know why you're trying to be slick, sir. Yeah. So, J.B. Fletcher is on the case. I'm on the case. <laughs> also, it's just going to be a picture of a dude in underwear, which is what we're after anyway. So, if, if it ain't you, it ain't you. But if it's some good-looking booties... In a thong to thong thong thong, or you got your you got your Christmas ornaments hanging out the side of your briefs, whatever. Then still gonna enjoy it. That's all. That's all we're looking for. Yeah. So anyway, we should wrap this one up, and then we'll record another episode with more yeah. shenanigans. I've got other stories. I've got some really gross stories that I can't wait to share. Ooh, I know. Well, I feel to that. Tune in next time. Tune in next time. All right, folks. All right. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Bye. Bye, sluts. <laughs> Skibbies.com is the men's underwear authority offering over 20 top brands of sexy men's underwear, including Daniel Alexander, Covermail, Good Devil, Cocksocks, Intimen, Agacio, Secret Mail, and much more. Since 2000, Skivvies has proudly sold more than a million pairs of sexy and comfy underwear and swimwear. They're proudly shipping to more than 100 countries and ship most orders the same day. Customer service is available seven days per week. Their customers love their bikinis, jock straps, thongs, and we know you will too. Skivvies would love for you to try their undies risk-free. Just pay for shipping. Go to skivvies.com slash collection slash foulmonkeys and use the discount code foulmonkeys to claim your free pair. This promotion is only valid for first-time customers. However, for repeat customers, use the code foulmonkeys20 to save 20% off your order. Thank you for getting foul with Foul Monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. 
You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.